Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet. I'm with the star of the show, Luca Schmidt. How's it going, man? Great. Christmas week. It's Christmas week as we're recording. We're both in the spirit. I'm happy to get to do this in person with you. We we yes. had a, we had a remote recording last yeah. time, and it's always fun for me to like go from a remote to a an in person recording. Yeah. It's like, man, I, I just kinda wanna catch up. There's just so much distance between us. I know. It was tough. It was tough sad. on us both. It's very sad. <laughs> it was fun though. It was fun. But we have a we have a timely topic today, especially timely. as people are heading into uh, the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, we're baking a lot. Mm-hmm. We're uh, I know cookies is there's gonna be lots of cookies going around, I'm sure. Um, so automatically, I'm thinking sweeteners. Yeah, yeah. And, Sweets and sugar. Yeah. And I just want you to uh, dispel the myth. Is that right? Dispel the myth. Myth about? Yeah. Get rid Di- of it. Like say it's get not of, true. Say like there are healthy sweeteners. There are healthy sweeteners. Yeah, there talk are. To, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So you have a whole category of a spectrum of sweetener substitutes. Yeah. You have you. The main is it's not a it's not a substitute. So we're substituting for granulated sugar, okay? And sugar is so important nowadays to baking and cooking because of the chemical reaction it provides. Primarily, sugar hangs on to moisture. So like when you eat a gooey, doughy, delicious, slightly underdone chocolate chip cookie, a lot of people like them kind of falling apart and warm. Can- I like a little more overdone, but. Most people like that nice, soft texture that's really moist. Or when you eat a cake and they say, that cake is so moist and nice. Um, sugar, a lot of the times, is responsible for that. Mm. Uh, it, it it just reacts so wonderfully with, with fat and butter, especially. So if you, put, if you melt a bunch of butter in a skillet and throw a bunch of sugar in there, eventually you'll get caramel. And who's not who's not gonna like that? <laughs> so and sugar browns, so it'll actually toast. That's how you get caramel. So there's all these really nice things you can do with sugar, and it's delicious. And it's one of those things. Once you've had it, it's really hard to go back. That's so, really interesting, though. Um, so sugar's like for more than just the taste. It's also a texture thing that we. Oh yeah, it melts. It melts and makes okay. taffy and candy and. It's all d- dependent on how long you heat it and how high you heat it, depending on what you're going to get. But sugar is so malleable and so versatile that it's really hard. I think a lot of people are nervous to substitute anything for it. And for the most part, mm. it is hard. Baking is where sugar and sweetener substitutes are difficult because we're going to first, before, before we get into baking, there are other are areas where you can substitute a sweetener and it's not a big deal. Like you're not going to know or you're not sacrificing taste. And that's liquid things like hot chocolate, um, tea, okay, like sweet tea, iced tea, uns- you know, hot tea. You don't need to use sugar in those things to sweeten them. It's cheap and it's but it's cost somewhere else when that's in your body. There's a cost there. So any liquid, any sort of liquid. You can, you can thing. easily substitute and let's just talk about the, the bad the things I don't like as sweetener substitutes are like artificial sweeteners like aspartame splint which like splenda is a brand now splenda a lot of this the the sweetener companies that substitute sugar have created their own version of healthier alternatives like splenda has a stevia they probably have i a didn't sti- know that was a splenda pro- product but well no, make- no 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 stevia is not okay they, but i'm sure they have their own stevia is a plant it's like a Got leaf it. plant they probably have their own line of stevia-based sweetener. They have their Got original it. formula, but they they they're trying to keep up with the times. And most of these companies do that. Got so it. So just look. It's, it's all about looking at the ingredients. Okay, on the on the box or on the on the little packet. So, but artificial sweeteners would be 
um, aspartame is a big one. Um, sucralose is another mm -hmm. one. They're modified um, to be sweeter and and but the body doesn't really know what to do with a lot of those things. And um, and that's the problem with diet coke is yeah. Or, and there's some, or any diet. There's soda. some research to indicate that I believe aspartame can and don't quote me like don't quote me and be like oh my gosh i'm gonna have a tumor or whatever no i'm not saying it's not an alarmist thing i've had aspartame i'm fine i think uh <laughs> but ocular migraines have been linked to the use of artificial sweeteners ocular migraine is is sort of as you can like lose sight in one eye not permanently it's like this when you're having the migraine you you lose sight in an eye or you can have issues yeah and um one of the recommended things that some doctors will say when people have that is avoid artificial sweeteners. That's all I know. So there's obviously some research to suggest they can irritate that condition. So there's a, there's a good number of reasons. Another category is sugar alcohol. Sugar alcohol is also modified to taste like sugar, feel like sugar, but the body can't absorb it. Well, I, I know sugar alcohol. I'm trying to think of what common Ma things. Malitol, anything all. So you know it's a sugar alcohol typically because of the way the word ends. Is that in nutrition bars? Is that what Oh, yeah. A lot of protein okay. bars use tons of it. That's that, why you that's, get massive diarrhea if you eat more than one. Because that's, what, that's the product I was thinking of where it's, a, it's like seemingly kind of good for you, but the knock on it is the sugar yeah, alcohol. It can really irritate your – and it can also irritate the lining – your gastric line too much of it can't yeah. sorbitol malitol there's a bunch of them those are the two ones that came to come to mind off the top of my head there is one that is less aggressive and it's more natural based it's plant it's from plants called urethritol it's kind of a new one yeah. yeah it's very popular because it doesn't cause the horrific diarrhea that in fact side tangent if you want to laugh a lot go on there's a screenshot of an amazon review of some, they don't sell them probably anymore, but these gummy bears that are sugar-free, but they're sweetened with sugar alcohol. <laughs> the reviews where these people detail their bowel movements is hilarious. <laughs> like, the people, these people are very creative. They should be writers, these, these review writers, because of what it did to them. They're just saying, <laughs> like, don't buy these unless you, you know, you're backed up. So that's the negative, real negative of sugar alcohol is you're not going to spike your insulin or anything, but you are going to get purge. So it's probably not ideal. So That's let's talk about ideal. So before we get into the baking one. So let's do it. I have some examples with me because I like visual learning. Swerve. This is a very common brand. Have you heard of Swerve? No, I've not. If you bake a lot, you've probably seen Swerve. It's it's in the baking aisle now in almost every grocery store. Okay. It's a erythritol-based sweetener generally. And this one, the, ex the ingredients are erythritol and prebiotic oligosaccharides and natural flavors. So... They've added a little filler, um, like a prebiotic, so it's probably from a starch of some kind, but it's low carb. The total carbs in a teaspoon is four grams, and all of those are erythritol, meaning it's, it's zero net carbs. So you're, you're looking for erythritol. That's not something that you're um, necessarily trying to... Erythritol's a good starting point. It's not okay. the worst. It can, if you eat too way too much, can cause some digestive upset, but we're talking way, like a lot. Okay. Like you, you make a tray of brownies and you eat half the tray in one sitting, right? Right. Um, mind you, there Be are smart. other ingredients in there that will also probably cause diet, like the gluten-free grain or the grain that, you know, if you eat too much of anything. But erythritol is considered tummy-friendly, Okay. in quotes. It says on the it says tummy-friendly back here. I must believe them, right? Um, but I've <laughs> used erythritol and I can say it's, it's not messed me up. So... It's fine. It's I think it's made from erythritol is usually made from corn. It's an it's an alcohol though. So even though there's four grams of carbs per teaspoon, 
you're not absorbing any of those carbs. It's not spiking blood sugar. So it's a sugar alcohol, which means it's not going to register as sugar in your body. And it's, it's really weird. Why? So w- would that happen? So say I had a Freestyle Libre on, you know, some sort of continuous glucose monitor, and I used, uh, and I did like an artificial sweetener, it wouldn't spike my blood sugar? Artificial sweetener, I'm not sure. Some people don't react well, like with I know, like it upsets your stomach. Yeah, is, I don't I'm... know for sure. It shouldn't, in theory. This should not either. This should okay. not spike your blood sugar. Anytime you eat anything, your blood sugar does go up. Got it. But to a moderate amount. And the big trick is how quickly does it come down and how far down does it go, right? So you're like, looking at the you're discrepancy. You're just looking at just stability and also how high does it go when I eat this. Like if you ate, you know, a sugar cookie with real sugar, it's going to go way up. This is going to go up probably a natural amount as if you ate anything. Got it. Um, that's the nice thing about it. It's diabetic friendly. This is Swerve. It's kind of the cheaper of the ones we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, I wouldn't – you can bake with this. It says bakes like sugar. Uh, it's probably not going to be as good as sugar. You can do some mild baking. Like if you're sweetening like a banana bread or something that already maybe has a little sugar naturally in it from the bananas – yeah, I'm not making caramel with this, though. I've not tested it. Maybe it does, but I, I don't believe it does. Um, we'll talk about that again later. Okay. So that's Swerve Urethritol. Um, Lakanto is a great brand. Lakanto. Um, this is a powdered sugar that they sell. And they use urethritol, but they also use monk fruit. Monk fruit is, like, probably my favorite natural yep. sugar substitute. Um, it's an extract from a melon or a type of plant. It looks like a melon um, in Asia. And... It does not spike blood sugar at all. It's it's like between 200 and 300 times sweeter than sugar. So, so typically, you have to use much less. Well, typically when you buy monk fruit, it's not pure because not because it's weak, but because it's so sweet they got to cut it with something. So they cut it with urethritol. They cut it with another sweetener. <laughs> That's how powerfully sweet it is. It does not bake though. So you can bake with it, but it won't caramelize. It won't hold moisture. So you can't use pure monk fruit as a one-to-one substitute, meaning no sugar, pure monk fruit. So if you make cookies with just pure monk fruit, you're going to get like more like an oat cracker. It's going to be dry and crunchy because it's not it's not caramelizing and hanging on to that moisture. So use this in something powdered. You could dust, you know, like powdered sugar. Like yep. when you finish something, you could dust this over. It'd be great. You could put it on pancakes over top of it. You could put it in like lemonade to sweeten it naturally or unsweet tea to make it sweet. I use urethritol or, or excuse me, monk fruit in when I make chocolate. You know, I, I'll do homemade chocolate because chocolate doesn't need to hang down to moisture. It's, it's fat. It's, it's, you know, it's a set fat. So that's the kind of stuff I would use this in, hot chocolate, coffee. And monk fruit's great because it doesn't have a strong aftertaste. There's no like stevia has an aftertaste. Monk fruit does not have one. What, what is like what what is the taste of this? If you could describe it, is it sugar? So it tastes sweet. it tastes just like, sweet. There's okay. no, I can't give you like a flavor. Okay, because it's just sweet. Super um, interesting. Now, one thing you'll notice if you eat erythritol is a coldness in your mouth, and it's because it's an alcohol, so it's absorbing. Um, there's like a chemical reaction that happens with that. Have you ever gotten rubbing alcohol in your hands and then they yeah. felt cold? Yeah. It was like a cold. That's just a typical alcohol reaction. So sugar alcohol will do that. It's not unpleasant. It's not like, ooh, I'm burning. No, no, it's just you might notice like a cooling effect. <laughs> it's perfectly normal. So let's look at some other ones. Um, I love liquid form sweeteners because you need much less of them. And it's liquid, so you don't have to dissolve. You just do 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 a few drops. This right here is a better stevia brand with maple flavor added so 
Yeah, you want to make coffee and have a little fall flavored so, coffee, a few drops of this. Is that uh, it says now on that too? That's a that's a supplement brand, am I right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Enough. So yeah. now and so it's now better stevia. Yeah. This I'm huh. not saying this is the best. So this is let's see the ingredients are vegetable glycerin. It's just to give it some probably viscosity, natural maple flavor, um, and organic stevia extract. So okay. not too bad. Nice little flavor. That's the cool thing about these two is they make flavored versions of them, so you can. Um, Sweeten and add flavor if you want. Okay. So the other one I have here is, I got this at Earth Fair just down the road. This is Sweet Leaf. It's stevia drops with English toffee flavor. So stevia is a natural extract from a plant. I've actually eaten a stevia leaf. It tastes just like if you eat the powder. Interesting. enough, has the same aftertaste. Um, it's not a chemical aftertaste. That's what the plant tastes like. So I don't mind the aftertaste. Some people don't like, stevia doesn't bake either. It dries out. Well, and that's um, that's kind of where I want to go as we as we kind of wrap this episode up. I, w- I want to yep. do a little rapid fire as far as like where's the best bang for your buck to mm-hmm. use these uh, alternatives to yeah. sugar. Um, you've mentioned you know it's hard if you're needing something to caramelize or anything like that. There's one sweetener that I know of that is relatively natural and is a one-to-one substitute for sugar and it's allulose what does it mean one-to-one one-to-one means you can completely substitute it for something else so wherever you would use sugar you can use yes. allulose Ab- to my knowledge yes okay it's the only one i know of that works i've used it multiple times in fact we're doing a cooking class upstairs today after this and i'm going to be using it to make a whole pecan pie i've done it once and the caramel the pecan pie is very caramely and you don't want to mess that up. And I've done it once, and it works the same. Okay. Um, so allulose is expensive because it's naturally occurring in, plant, occurring in plants. So say you eat an apple, right? There's there's a percentage of fructose, a percentage of sucrose, whatever whatever the sugar breakdown is. Allulose is present in these things, but in like 0.5%, 1%. And Got it. The reason it's great is because, one, it's a naturally occurring sugar. We don't have enzymes to break it down. So it just goes through us. Which one is this? Allulose. That's why it doesn't register as a sugar in our body. And you want that. Yeah, because it, it, you it get tastes to, like sugar. It acts like sugar. It does everything you need a sugar to do, except our body's like, oh, uh, I don't need this. That's interesting. So, And I haven't noticed any, because sometimes, again, when things don't absorb, sometimes they cause major digestive problems. But... I don't know if this, uh, you know, helps anyone's concern. I made a pecan pie to test it out, big old pecan pie, and I ate a fourth of the pie in one sitting, and had no digestive issues. Really? So I, I, I feel like that's a massive serving of allulose, and it didn't really bother me. So, <laughs> I mean, if anything was going to give me gas, it would be the pecans, all those pecans, you know, nothing. So, so far, I haven't run into the issue of it tearing me asunder but so allulose one-to-one you mm-hmm. can use it's typically mixed with monk fruit typically i don't have the bag here because i put it in like a baking container so there's Got no it. brand you can i found it on amazon in bulk it's expensive but i mean if you're wanting to make a treat for the holiday you don't do that every day yeah it's worth it i think it's great it's 40 bucks a bag it's huge bag huge bag of it um, but yeah, allulose is awesome. So y- using a- allulose, what what else? Uh, give us 
three or four things where you're using alternative mm -hmm. uh, sweeteners that you th see yeah. work really well. Hot chocolate. I love making my yeah. own hot chocolate out of cocoa powder and all that business. So I'll use one of these sweeteners over here, and it's quick and it's easy. Um, so Or hot beverages. I would use monk fruit um, probably in those, liquid monk fruit. It's okay. really cheap. Um, if I want to sweeten coffee, I don't usually, but if I want to, same thing. Liquid okay. sweetener. If you're making like a lemonade or something like that, homemade, and you want to use something non, like not corn syrup or something gross, any of these. Swerve. Um, monk fruit liquid form dissolves. Well, it doesn't have to dissolve. You just stir it in. That's why I love the liquids. Um, if you're dusting something, the powdered monk fruit or erythritol. Okay. Erythritol is fine for some baking. You just want to make sure it doesn't require caramelization and... and um, a change in texture. It's just not as good. Swerve, it says, bakes like sugar, but, you know, try it for yourself before you, like, <laughs> make a bunch of cupcakes for a birthday party and all these kids have to eat them. You know, try it on your own. <laughs> Always try things on your own before you give them to other people. So uh, that way, if you get sick, it's just you. <laughs> Nobody else is mad at you. But those are, that's pretty much how I use things. I really love the liquid form of monk fruit or stevia and, um, but for those of you who don't like the aftertaste, there is an aftertaste to Sevia, and it can cause some bloating if you use too much. Monk fruit, I find, is really nice. And Lakanto brand makes allulose versions, erythritol versions, powdered sugar. They make a maple syrup substitute, which is really good, out of monk fruit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Super interesting, man. Thank you for sharing these. And yeah. I, I know you're, you're, you're busy today, so we're going to let you go. Yeah. But, uh, dude, that's a show. Awesome. Thanks so much. Guys, that has been another episode of Dive Into Diet. I'm your host, Ben Rogers. I'm with the star of the show, Lucas Schmidt. Uh, as always, we will see you guys next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.